0: Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I'm going to be talking to you today about what to do if you feel that your partner's changes are too late. Or if you're trying to save the marriage right now, And your partner is saying to you that it's too little, too late. That you haven't put in enough effort, that they're done. And that you've ignored their requests to change. And now you're making all these changes and they're finding you annoying. They're angry at you and they want you to stop. What do you do in these situations? So let's take the first area this really is a podcast for those people who feel that perhaps their partner's changes are too late, that they're feeling even more annoyed that their partner is now showing love because they think well if it was that easy to show love why didn't you do this before and the other person often is struggling thinking well do I stop doing these actions and showing love or not and get in touch with me if that's the case because I can definitely guide you. If you're ready for some support. So the top marriage problems that tend to come up time and time again are often based around expectations. Expectations in a relationship not being met and partners not doing enough to keep the other person happy. Causing resentment, arguments and sadly separation. So I want to share my relationship advice for individuals and couples who find themselves in this difficult position of deciding the future of their relationship. We have all heard the expression too little, too late, as I mentioned. And if this is how you feel right now, then this episode is going to give you some guidance on what to do and how to make that life changing decision to stay or to leave. And if you find yourself on the receiving end of this, then really listen to this as well because this will help you to understand. Their mindset. And if you want help straight away, then you can also go to my website and get my marriage saving program, the Empowered Love Formula, which guides you step by step on what to say, what to do, and how to turn things around. So, the dynamics of a relationship have changed greatly over the past decades. Women are no longer seen as the homemakers responsible for the cooking and cleaning, and men are not the ones who are only expected to go out and work. In fact, sometimes I have a lot of tension in couples where the wife has stopped working and the husband's like, no, this isn't isn't fair. Or where women are the main breadwinners and that's not what they wanted when they decided to get married. So along with these completely changing different roles, obviously comes a change in expectations that are set in relationships. For example, who cooks if you're both working long hours? Who organises and pays for date nights when you're both earning and everything is split 50-50? Who takes the kids to their friends' birthday parties and sports activities on the weekend when you're both exhausted or have work-related commitments? And so on. Not forgetting the fact that at the beginning of any new relationship or marriage, there are things that we tend to overlook because we are so caught up being In love. We let the little things slide. Maybe you had some red flags. Maybe you didn't. Often people will say to me that they were worried about something right from the beginning. But then the feelings of love, of lust, of attraction just made those things disappear. In some cases those little things become big things. And they become bigger and bigger. And they impact you more than they did in the beginning. For example, if you were the one initiating sex all the time in the beginning, maybe it didn't bother you, but now it affects your happiness as you don't feel desired or attractive. Or if you didn't mind doing the cooking and cleaning, but over time you feel that you've been taken for granted and now feel unappreciated. Your expectations have changed. You want things to be more balanced or equal. And this means it takes a little more effort and communication to identify what you both as a couple want from your relationship nothing is ever black and white as you know and there may be situations that you go through that change what you initially expected or wanted from your relationship we change all the time and so do our expectations and the issue is is that often we're not communicating that those expectations have changed for example if you live in one area and then you move if you become an expat your expectations might change because you see a completely new way of living. You see completely new ways of other people living and you may feel, well, okay, well, I want this or this is how I think we should live our life or this is how I want to live my life and then you don't share these things. So with compassionate communication, this is where couples can really deal with the changes a whole lot easier and I've got the next episode coming up on communication to follow in with this episode to really help if you are having difficult time in your relationship. So do subscribe to the show to make sure that you get that episode. One of the most important communication skills is often listening. Deep, positive relationships can only be developed by listening to each other. However, this is the whole main problem People find after they've been in a relationship a long time that their partner isn't listening. And I don't mean not physically listening. They may be in the same room as you. They may even nod their head and say, okay, yep, sure, and agree with you. So it's not that kind of listening, but that it's basically where somebody listens. hears your complaints or criticism or wishes, however you're communicating it and then doesn't change. You see, when there is a breakdown in communication or there's a lack of effort on either or both sides, you will surely notice it very quickly having a negative impact on your relationship. And you may begin to feel a sense of resentment towards your partner for not doing the things that they agreed to do, or things you expect them to do through using their own initiative. You may even be tempted to address these issues And no changes have been made. So you may begin to think, well, it's time to leave. The relationship's not going to get any better. You may have started to completely give up hope. And this is what happens time and time again, unfortunately. People slowly, over time, lose hope. Maybe for months or years, waiting, hoping, begging for change has become so much It's drained your energy, and you've totally switched off. Or, even worse, you've become numb to your partner. And you've been thinking, planning, scheming, and preparing to leave for a long time. And you haven't communicated this. So you've just kind of become indifferent. And this can be a difficult thing to shift if you've been living in that numb, indifferent world for a long time. And then what often happens is suddenly someone mentions divorce, threatens separation, or requests for a separation, or they may mention an open relationship. And I'm going to be talking about open relationships and open marriages coming up soon. So again, you don't want to miss those. So do subscribe if you want to keep hearing information and tips from me. So what happens after these... Difficult conversations, whether it's an angry outburst or a separation request or divorce is mentioned, what happens is the partner that often hasn't been listening for some time will go into complete shock mode and then they will start doing everything they can to save the marriage. They go into complete overdrive. And then, going into complete overdrive, they can sometimes be really needy, really desperate. They can still be doing the wrong things, they could be saying the wrong things, like you shouldn't feel that way, your feelings are wrong. They may guilt trip and try and say you're not thinking about the children, you're not thinking about other things and try to get you to change your mind by guilt tripping you. And this can then just leave you feeling completely overwhelmed, sometimes smothered by their actions, sometimes even more confused because why are they changing now? And sometimes really angry. I've waited for this for years. I've now got myself to a point where I'm ready to leave. And now you've started to be nice and kind and do these things. So it can be a time of real confusion and loneliness as well. And you may feel like you really need some space and some time to think. But your partner's not giving you space and time to think because they're so scared and worried about losing you. And maybe you're feeling the dilemma now. Do you stay in the hope that the changes that they are making are going to last? Or are the changes too late for you? Is it too little, too late? And a good question to ask yourself is, do these changes make you really angry? Or do you secretly like the changes, but cannot shift the worry that the changes are just going to get you back and only last short term? And then as soon as everything goes back to normal, they'll stop. And this happens time and time again in the marriages I help to save. Often I get asked by the person that's been waiting for the changes for a while, why should I give them a chance now? I've told them for years that I'm unhappy and they didn't do anything. Or why, when I'm done and have told them it's over, are they paying attention and listening to me now? Isn't it too late, Nicola? Sometimes they ask me, shall I give them a chance? Do I open my heart again? What if I can't open my heart again? What if I'm really done? What if I can't love them again? Now I can't give you a definite answer obviously in this podcast because every situation is different and I would need to speak to you and take you through my relationship assessment or you can go through the relationship assessment yourself in my Empowered Love Formula audio program. For now, this is what I can say that has helped many people that I've had the privilege of directly working with. If you're the person that has waited days, weeks, months or even years for your partner to make positive changes and you're beginning to get frustrated or upset that they haven't made an effort to change, you may relate to what I'm saying today. You may feel like, yeah, why should I stay in this relationship where I'm not happy? And I totally get that. That's natural if you have been unhappy for a long period of time. However, if they've begun making positive and loving changes... Before making any big life-changing decisions, you might want to wait a few more weeks or months or even a year so that you can be sure you're listening to your heart and not your head. Sometimes when someone shows us the love that we longed for for years, instead of being happy, we can find ourselves feeling angry and agitated and irritated, if that makes sense. Many find though, that I talk it through with, and that do that relationship assessment that I take them through, either with me or with my audio program, that once they let the resentment and anger go, once they let the negativity go, and actually enjoy their partner's changes for themselves, and for any children, they actually want to be in the relationship. So I recommend waiting for the anger to subside. Now, the anger will not go away on its own, so it's important to do the clearing resentment exercises that I give, and listen to the clearing resentment audio that I have in the podcast show, because this will really help you. Let the resentment go, and then see how you feel. Because it's very hard to make a clear decision when we're so overwhelmed with emotion. And you also have to decide for yourself Is it okay for you not to give your partner or yourself or the relationship a chance? Sometimes people will say, yes, I have given all the chances and that's it. And sometimes people say, well, I would like to see what the relationship might be like. Now they are listening. Now they are helping more, taking on more responsibilities, taking action in the areas that I've mentioned were a problem for us in the relationship, whether that's intimacy whether that's household tasks, not doing enough in the home, whether that's being addicted to work or to the phone or to something else. Giving them that chance to show you and then making a decision. Only you can know this. And I definitely recommend not putting any pressure on yourself to make a final decision quickly. If you're unsure, allow yourself to take it a day or a week at a time. Have some good times together. Have some good times on your own. Have some good times if you have any children with your children or other family members. And just focus on enjoying your life first. And then often the answers will come. And of course if you really want to go through it quickly, then my relationship assessment uh, can be really a beneficial thing to do where we look at what do you specifically need to be happy? Can you realistically... Have those things to be happy in your relationship. If you can, great, how to communicate those. If you really can't, then how to come to peace and make the decision that is right for you. And if you're open to working on the relationship, then outlining clearly what you each need in order to be happy. What would make you feel more loved, more appreciated? What would take away the stress? perhaps looking at what were the great things about your relationship at the beginning and are they happening right now? Is there any healing that needs to be done of the past? Any negative thinking to let go of? Any self-criticism to let go of? Any resentments to let go of? All of these things I've put into my Marriage Makeover and Empowered Love audio program, so if you really want to get into that, then just go to my website, And if you're feeling really stuck and you just want to talk to somebody, then again you can go to my website and book a free call with me and we can discuss how I help people through one-to-one coaching online. Whatever you do, don't spend more time alone to think. This is where we can drive ourselves crazy. Shutting ourselves off to think, you cannot analyse a relationship with your head, has to be done with the heart and with that gut feeling And often it can't really be done really well if we're feeling smothered and if we're feeling really angry. So to leave you, I would love to give you some helpful questions that you can ask yourself before deciding on what to do in your relationship. So you may wanna close your eyes if you're not driving or on a treadmill and ask yourself these questions. I find when I close my eyes and listen to questions and process them, I have much more clarity. So you may wanna listen to this again and again. So here are some questions. Ask yourself, is this a temporary crisis or the end of your relationship in your heart, head and gut? Is this something that you are willing to resolve or not? What is the best thing that could happen if you stay together? What is the best thing that could happen if you separate? What is the best thing that could happen if you divorce? What is the worst thing that could happen if you stay together? What is the worst thing that could happen if you separate? What is the worst thing that could happen if you divorce? So those are powerful questions you can ask yourself and of course if you really wanna go deeper with me to talk these through then definitely reach out to me and book a call on my website i know how it feels to feel completely overwhelmed stuck confused to be confused by our own behavior sometimes when we're acting really hot and nice and warm to our partner then we're being like no and being really cold and don't want them around us and being just flipping i know what it's like when friends and family are not supportive They tell you you have to stay even if you're saying how unhappy you are or they tell you to leave when you're just sharing something you're unhappy about and really this is not helpful. Everybody gives a relationship advice based on their own fears, their own experiences and their own views and they may not be right for you and your situation because no one knows how you feel, no one knows what you've been through. No one knows about the great times you've had. No one knows about the bad times you've had to the level that you do. So you definitely want to, if you do speak to somebody, speak to someone that can see things from a higher perspective, can ask you the right questions and support you. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening. Do check out the next episode that's coming out, which is going to be on communication tips after there have been separation requests, divorce threats and angry outbursts thank you for listening to how to save your marriage with nicola beer to book your free marriage strategy session today you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook request a topic for the show and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going we wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead